today, day two of feeding one piece of writing to the bonfire every day is going to be shorter because it was longer, because not just my day was long, but trying to get the right piece to erase was long, was surprising and weird. So I've got to do two, three things. I've got to kind of do them quickly because I'm exhausted by it and by the day. And uh, I've got to say what it is that I'm going to delete and do that. Um, explain what was what was surprising that I found. And uh, three, kind of make things up to Allen Ginsberg. Because <laughs> I think I was a little about as hard as I could be, even while keeping uh, it clear that I, you know, enjoy and value his work. So maybe I should start there. Um, in part two, because that ties in to what I found. Um, I'm not going to read it right now. I was going to. Uh, but I encourage you to look up if you haven't read it or haven't read it in a while. Um, I believe it's called A Supermarket in California by Whitman. It's short ish and it contains some of the best parts of him it's from the same exact time as Hal um and it has his humor um his ridiculousness willed ridiculousness and his admission of how ridiculous it was which is one of the most winning parts I'd say of him uh and it's directly from like directly downhill from Whitman which who also features in the poem and makes it even better. Like, it's really good. And it's funny. And I appreciate that about him. Um, and reading that poem reminded me actually about the poem that I had erased yesterday and why I had made some of the choices that I had made that I'd completely forgotten about. Which is one of the things that happens, right? When you're writing, when you're thinking about something deeply or acutely or something, that, you get really worked into it. Things are apparent to you right then, which is why you want to write it down. And they may not be to you later when you're the reader and no longer the author. You're not always the author. Um, and that happened to me. And I remembered, it's like, oh, that's exactly why I made that, you know, ridiculous thing about, you know, taking... Uh, Ginsburg with me was because that's of course what he did with Whitman um, and the kind of ridiculous there was this point in, in it when I was talking about um, him pointing one way and, and another and, and that's because he talks about where Whitman's beard points you know like that's the launching off point for them walking around the city silly stuff like that but if you know the poems you know that's that's some of that inside stuff I guess the point there is um that I found something a little more in that poem. I'm still glad it's gone, but I can say that I had a little bit of remorse because I found more in it than I thought was there. And that's perhaps cautionary for me or for anyone who's doing this kind of thing. Um, but that's still okay. That's all in all, I don't want to be Allen Ginsberg or take on his voice, even though you know, even if I'm talking to him, necessarily. Um, that's just not me, kind of thing.
anyway. But the thing that that kind of segued into in real time for me was finding... You may remember that yesterday I said there's this fire, um, kill with fire folder that I've kept for years and just stuff stuff in there when it was too painful for me to have it in the general run of things. Well, I found that same experience with three or four other ones that I was pretty sure, like, oh yeah, that's the next one. I want to get rid of that one because that one's been, every time I think of it, there's a phrase in there or something that kills me. Uh, that I can't believe I ever <laughs> let stay. I, I, at some point, made the effort of putting this on a computer and not just leaving it on a wad of paper, what was wrong with me, that kind of thing. Um, and then I remembered. I remembered some of the reasons why it was the way it was and and that these kind of awkward things actually come with those kind of poems, which is actually very much like Ginsburg himself is... Um, what he's doing requires a certain amount of awkwardness, you know. Anyway, so pardon me for sighing, but it's been a weird night. I expected it to be easy, all of these, uh, to just pick one and go. And so I don't, so the one I've picked instead, I've, I've kind of chickened out of trying to pick one of those. In part because maybe I'll save one or two of them, or or maybe I'll take a little bit more from them into something else. I have to think about it now, which, you know, was not the plan, especially on day two. But um, I guess one of the questions is, you know, do I read them? And uh, I don't know, still. I, I still don't think that I really should. It's like putting, uh, you know poison food out for people (laughs) I would not like to do that but at the same time the one that that I'm getting rid of um, I will just say a few things about it it rhymes uh, bubble with burble and (laughs) is uh, even when I'm doing kind of I know that I'm being uh, now I just just give me a bat and a room with alone with myself and my brain for 15 minutes and we won't come out any better for it, but justice will have been done. You know, that's the kind of feeling that I have about that. Um, and things like, you know, fickle with a little, which isn't actually too bad. But things like that. It, one of the things that every writer, I think, um, as a reader too, falls into is... when it, They fall into habits, right? Or things that they tend to gravitate towards. And one of the things that I'm re- I realize and have realized for years, is um, I love exhortatory kind of uh, poems or, you know, the little epigrams and so on and so forth. Um, But I don't. Like, I like them. But also, um, very rarely do I think that they really, really work. And that's one of the ones this is. Um, Maybe I will read just the last four lines. Uh, so, I mean, essentially, it's like, do you remember in Hamlet when... Um, I'm forgetting his name. I should really write notes. Um, the father, who Hamlet comes in and promptly kills, um, 
gives his son this kind of um, overblown and uh, voluminous set of advice. It's it's a bit like that, but much shorter. Um, and then it ends with with this, um, which are like the most presentable lines. <laughs> I'll be honest. Uh, okay. The clock runs, beat it. The host yields, refuse. No, I just, I don't want to read this. <laughs> I don't, I don't. It's like giving, uh, I guess that's not the, that's not the point of what I wanted to do here. So now I don't know if I delete this. It's been going pretty well otherwise. What do you think? Do you think it's worthwhile? I have to say I don't. I think if there's something worthwhile, I'll say it. But telling you things like, you know, it's got these ridiculous rhymes in it that um, I just can't. in good conscience put out into the world should tell you enough <laughs> I don't know no man yeah I'm gonna delete this dang thing I'm gonna get rid of it and I'm not mad once again that I that I ever wrote it but it was just an experiment really um, when you're writing you have to write right when you're writing, you have to put something down. And sometimes it's um, something vital. And sometimes it's something a little more rote or muscle memory more than something that springs up from the poem itself or, you know, comes in from outside and completes it, you know, that makes it worthwhile. So here it goes. Uh, I'm going to delete that, and that is... Actually, looking back, that's about as much time as, as yesterday, a little bit less. I hope, uh, I know this is a bit of a messier episode, and I thank you for coming along with me on it. Um, going to get rid of it. Delete. Delete. Done. Lots more hemming and hawing uh, and <laughs> mental roadblocks to go, I'm sure. But that's a bunch down at once. All right. All the best to you.